button. And in three, and two, three, one. two, one, we're live. We're live. Yes, welcome to the U Party podcast. Uh, at the table, uh, my name is Adam Gillen. Joined by Brian Andrus, Emmett Dean, Benjamin Dempsey, and Will Davis. Will Davis. Also, uh, he's the uh, the guest. One of the guests. We'll do a separate podcast with him later because he's DJing for us. Um, but this is the the first episode, which is the introduction to kind of the media company that we are launching with the app that is going to rule the world. Uh, potentially, hopefully. Potentially rule the world. One day. And so we're going to do uh, introductions. Adam is the co-host, right? Sure, yeah. Co-host of the podcast, uh, current student at Auburn University. Uh, and we have Emmett over here. Yeah, go for it. Knock it out. Uh, I'm the CEO and lead developer of Uparty, and Ben. I am Ben. I'm the CTO and lead Android developer slash Android team of Uparty. Yes. Will? Well, what, what are you doing, Will? <laughs> throw ideas around and uh, to party. Would you say I'm here to party and get paid? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> All in one. Okay. <laughs> and then, of course, the handsome Brian Andrus yes. joins us. So I uh, became part of this uh, company because we have developers and I am hopefully going to be able to sell the things. So what my vision was, was to create a media company on the side of the app that was on every single platform. So that's that's the goal going forward for my vision is to produce content at scale that will hopefully be fun and entertaining and create a brand around the product that we are actually launching. So the the thought process behind this podcast is to bring on guests and have some fun talking about events and some crazy shit and um have, just have a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. Per, speaking of crazy crap, Farm Fest was last on I kid. I kid. Well, uh-huh. uh, next thing on the agenda we have is uh, Emmett. Um, just kind of get if you want to go over kind of you know history of you party where you started, um, what gave you the idea, you know, just kind of kind of the whole the whole what what got you here. Yeah. So uh, the first version I made was freshman year. Uh, it was about two weeks after class started. Uh, it's kind of the end of all of the fraternity rush parties and whatnot that was going on. So me and my buddies couldn't really find anything to do anymore. So we had the idea for an app that would basically tell us everything that was going on around us. and We could figure out what we wanted to go to. So I set out. I made the first version, which honestly was pretty shitty. Then I made a second version. And with the second version, I competed in Tiger Cage. And I placed as a semifinalist. And at this point, it was still just me. And... Uh, the app was a lot more like Yik Yak then. It was missing a lot of things. So I took a couple months off of it. I figured out some things that I was going to want to add to it if I built another version. Then I brought Ben Dempsey on, who I met in my first computer science class here at Auburn. He showed interest in it when I very first started working on it in freshman year. And he showed me like a, a map-based app that he was working on back then. So I told him that I wanted him to do the Android and I would do iOS. And that all we needed was a marketing guy. And if we couldn't find a marketing guy, we might as well not even try because if we can't get downloads, there's no point in building an app. And he was like, I know just the guy. So then we met Brian at Little Italy and he was all about it. And yeah, now now we're here. 
all about it. And uh, last time I checked with you, Ben, what, what are we at now, download-wise, for the app? For, um, for you, for me. For, for iOS? For iOS or, or Android. Do you, do you have a count for both? Uh, well, Android 445. is... Uh, 445. 445 total. Okay, awesome. We've got... So where we are right now is we've got a... We've got two things that we've got yeah. right on the horizon. We've got a launch Android, and we've got, to, and then the first real big thing that's coming up is the reoccurring events, which is a which is a feature. So that's that's kind of the what we did to begin with. We built a platform, and we're going to have a lot of people build on top of the platform. So it's free to download, and anybody can post an event. Um, that's the the concept. the The brand behind it is having a lot of fun. So true, yeah. All kinds of fun too. You know, alcohol free, alcohol friendly. You know, people of all ages can use the app. That that's you know big appeal there. Um, Brian, how 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 would you feel? Yeah, for, 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 for the for the, for the younger for the younger listener, Please going over me. going over the get paid to party system. What is that? What does that mean? The the thought process behind you party that differentiates us from any other app is we can pay people to go to events. So hosts set up events, and anybody with the app that goes to that paid event will actually get paid through the app to go to the event. So the it monetizes your user base, it incentivizes people to come to your event. It hopefully advertises and, and furthers what you've got going on and it gets it gets people going. Yeah, for sure. And it, it's definitely an effective form of just direct advertising. Because all, all that money, you know, instead of going on, you know, Billboard, you or something like that, just going straight into the people's pockets. Well, right. you know, even if it's you know thirty cents an hour, you know that 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 that's still can add up over time. So that's that's groovy. That's what we've what we've been doing. Thirty cents. Uh, the highest we've done so far is thirty thirty five cents every ten minutes, right. which is closer to two dollars an hour. And okay. we've actually had multiple people make a decent amount of money on the app already, and they yeah. love it. So it works for them so far. Uh, if it doesn't work, let us know so we can fix it. Yeah, there we go. Let's see. Uh, the, so the cool thing is, we we built an app that actually works. <laughs> it helps. Yeah. You know. Um, and so this is literally the the first version of it, and we can build a ton of things on top of it, uh, and and actually have a good product. And what the what the the app will allow us to do is then do a lot of fun events and stuff, bring in artists create a full-on uh, promotional company, a media company, uh, and, and create collaborations that, that will help on both sides. Okay. And I, I have a question, and, and this is not supposed to be like a put, put anyone on the spot. I know, I know it's very you know, early, um, but... One one of the things I thought about is when a lot of people start using this app, how how are you guys going to stop people from spamming the app, putting up fraudulent events? Like, you know, is, is there going to be like a verification system for 
Yes, Emmett, I raise can, his hand for those I, listening. I can answer this question. So um, we have a couple different things. Uh, obviously, the very base level, which we already have, is the report system. A uh, user can report an event, and it'll get sent straight to us to look at, which right now it's just us three. But hopefully by the time people start doing dumb stuff on our app, we'll have a team of bigger. But we are also, when we get bigger, we're going to plan on implementing some, they're called cloud functions. And these are functions we can set to automatically run when something happens. So we can run a function when an event gets created that looks for certain keywords. And if it hits certain keywords, we can either have it automatically remove it or... Um, we can have it added to our reported list for us to manually look at. So uh, we're, we're probably not going to really be super sensitive on like cuss words or anything, but anything right. racial or any kind of threats or anything like yeah, that. Free candy. That's a, yeah. that's a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> free yeah. can- Do not trust it. <laughs> Don't trust the free candy Do event. Do not people. Uh, and uh, you know, obviously Nazis don't throw off the yeah. Nazis. So, yeah. and also we're, we're trying to lead by example. We're trying to show that this is a utility and right. not meant yeah. to be something that you just kind of dick around on. Like it's right. not, we don't want it to turn into yik yak where people just post dumb right. stuff on it. Yeah. We want to show people that these are real events that are happening, making sure it's useful yeah. for everyone. Yeah. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and it, I, I already definitely see it being useful and I, it, you know, very clearly it's going to become even more useful as more and more people use it, you know, cause once I can crack open Uparty and see everything that's going on, having that centralized, you know, kind of hub, it's going to be perfect. Yeah. Um, Especially for in the, after we get through the spring and the summer in the fall, right. the, we're on a college campus. We're in a college town where that's one of the main mindsets is travelers, right? Travelers and freshmen. When I came to Auburn, I did not know what was going on. Uh, mainly because well the four people from my very small high school came to Auburn right so like so I didn't really even have connections at Auburn um, well I was the same way and that's the whole reason the app's here now right because I felt the same way freshman year after the first two weeks the the things like events are happening around you all the time but if you don't have those connections you don't know uh, the the businesses want to it advertise in, right. in in ways and what we did was we created a an app because everybody's on their phone now so there's there's not really a return on investment on a billboard yeah. and I don't even think that people are listening to the radio as much anymore yeah. um, so so there's there's different things you like, said on a podcast that's right <laughs> well but so that's the right. thing right and you know we we've talked about this before. It's like audio is the real thing that's that's happening right now. Right. Yeah. On demand audio. On demand yeah. audio. So video had its time. I think now people would much rather rather listen to a podcast than video. Right. And so that's that's why the podcast has been so important to me for a long time to actually just start this and start creating the content that we can we can put it out there we can start getting guests on start creating relationships and then helping build their brands that would then collaborate with the app make a a web network Uh, so yeah yeah the another thing with the the podcast that i think is like 
I want, I'm actually curious about people. So the, the bar owners and the people that are actually running the events, I want to meet them to like pick their brain. Right. Like I actually want to like create these relationships and figure out how they did it. Uh, I, I sent an email to the, the guy who owns shaky beats and shaky knees today. Yep. I don't know that he'll respond to me, but, uh, but maybe one day he will. And so like, that's, that's the thing. If I can get just the relationships with all these people, I want to make them part of my network so I can learn from them. Right. And we're, again, we're starting in Auburn, but this app already has 30,000 events on the map nationwide. Our next step will probably be Atlanta where there's a million things going on. And, and I think in the next 10 years, Atlanta is probably going to be the third biggest city in America. Oh, so definitely. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta is, it's where Emma's from. It's the hub of culture in America right now. Like, so it's the third biggest spot for movies in America. It's where the music culture is coming from. Um, it's where I, that's the music I'm listening to. I, you know, and, uh, what you listening to Brian? Well, while we're here, while we're here, I let's so, keep, it, keep it casual people. So, Hey, so another part of the media company is we, we launched the Spotify playlist. Yes. The so, party, not for children's parties. This, <laughs> this is a, it is a party. I playlist. don't, I don't know if, uh, yeah. if gonna is going to make it <laughs> at a lot of the, uh, right. The, the, the kids playlists, but um, yeah, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of Atlanta rappers. It's got a lot of EDM that I listen to. Yeah, yeah. that's it's kind of what everybody listens to now. For sure, yeah, it's a good little good little curated uh, party playlist. You know, for anyone curious, it's the U Party playlist. I believe it's Connor Mahoney who is responsible for it. I think it's actually called the U Party Experience. U the party. U Party Experience. Wow, it's uh, and so my thought process behind that is Intense. to get. Friends to, yeah, to help do it. So right. Connor helped me uh, with it one week. You know, I put some stuff in there, and if I can get local artists to help put in on it, it's about twelve to fifteen songs a week, and uh, putting some local artists on there too that'll help yep. push them out. And it's all it's again, it's just all a web we're trying to create. Gotcha. And yeah. So big web. Um, all right. And by the way, I'm pretty sure all these pauses we have in here, we can edit out. I think so. Yeah. Well, but again, it's, it's candid. Like, yeah. like this is not supposed to be the most formalized thing in the world. It's right. also episode one. That's a good point. Yeah. You got, you got to start off kind of, kind of rough. It's episode one. Yeah. And it's also like the, the app itself isn't really fully launched yet. It's a good point. So we still have to launch Droid. We've still got uh, a ton of features that we've got to build on top of it. Right. Like a search feature? Is that coming anytime soon? We haven't talked about that yet. We, we're, we're probably going to add more categories before we add a search feature. Gotcha. Are you, like, are you guys like going to expand a fair amount? Like, Are, are you all like, actively seeking out developers in the Auburn area to become a part of the U-Party team? Or um, is it pretty much a three-man operator? Two man operation. The issue with people that go to college. 
Everyone that comes out of college. I think everyone already knows at this point. <laughs> everyone comes out of college right. and instantly wants to get paid. Yeah, which means party. none of them, none of them want to work for us, right? Because we cannot pay them right now, right? So for them, it would be a hobby, and that's kind of like what's hard for me and Ben. For me and Ben, this is our job, right? I programmed for like ten hours straight yesterday. Yeah, I didn't go to class today, mom, dad. Hope you're not listening. And I worked more today, so. And we're probably going to be here extremely late into the night just programming. Right. It's yeah. very hard to find people that are willing to do that. If we got approached by somebody who was really interested in working on New Party, they want to do it, they're in college and they want to do it to help build their resume or whatever, right. by all means, come find us. Yeah. But it's going to become a job for that person. Right. Yeah. So. A, jo a job currently without any pay, but with the potential to pay off one day. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, with, we've already done all of the hard work that stops people from starting a business or, or actually doing and creating something. So we've already got the corporation formed. We've already got the brand. We've already got the name. We've already put it out there on the market pretty much like kind of what we wanted to say. You party merch. Everything. We need, well, it's coming. Uh, we need, we need more content. Yeah. Uh, we need people that will create content. And so that's, that's one of the biggest challenges right now. It's like we have three people and six hands. Right. And two of them are programming. Two of them are programming. And he works a full-time job. 10 hours, 12 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm, you know, I've got to do my stuff on campus. Right. And so that, that's why these collaborations on like having you help with the podcast. Right. Like it helps a lot, um, and then and so like there's a media company that we're we're going to try to form around the different platforms we have available to us. Uh, we just, yeah, I mean there 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 will be expansion. I don't know when, yeah, but gotcha. uh, but you know it's, it's all about like revenue sources too, like the creating something from scratch with no money. Yep. is a process. Yeah, it's not easy. It's it's definitely a process. So if we had ten million dollars right now, we probably would have already taken yeah. over the world. You'd be rich because you have ten million dollars. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that is right. You probably wouldn't even need to make an app with ten million dollars. <laughs> you, you'd be yeah. But so the cool thing is we have the app developers in house, right? So how much would this app cost if if you tried to pay somebody to do it? So I did the research beforehand, and if you were to just like hire a contractor, because we are integration on Android, iOS, and web, it would cost around $500,000 to hire a contract person to do it. And if you were going to hire a contract person to do it, they're probably not going to have exactly the same vision as you. So it's not going to be as precise as we want it to be. Right. So $500,000 just to build out the technology and we've bet, built it out in like seven, eight months. So, And that, that's because they're charging hourly? Yeah. So normally they have a specified rate. They would give you an estimate on how long they think it take and everything. So the rough estimate that I was able to find on someone's website was about $500,000. Oh, okay. Even if it's half that, like what? Yeah. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. It's like, Apps are expensive, especially and, custom apps like this with a lot of technology. So we've got iOS and Ben, what, what language are you coding yours in? Java. Java. Okay. So which are, so just one language 
would cost a certain amount. And then you got to have somebody in that team to code the exact same app in a completely different language. Yeah, so Ben writes Android all in Java. I write iOS all in Swift. I do our website in AngularJS, and I do our cloud functions in Node.js. We'll give you guys a second to pause to Google all of that. Uh, <laughs> that was Again, right. I have no idea what any of that means. <laughs> Same here. We have no idea. Uh, <laughs> but... Right. So but it's crazy. It's it's great stuff. Yeah. So so what we're saying is that if we just folded our cards right now, we would technically have a half a million dollars worth of an app. That's like, minus any valuation of branding and users we already have downloaded. Right. Gotcha. Which is cool. Yep. You know, if we wanted to, you know, sell it right now, but uh, we're going to try. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so so this is a no stupid question zone. Sure. No, I fumbled through that. No stupid questions zone. Sorry, I'm a little sick. Are you all trademarked? Have you all filed for trademark? So there's what's a couple it, different the things. Process. Um, you talk about the brand, the the brand and the the product, the Uparty model. Is that is that protected legally? So code is not patentable. Okay, and if you don't believe me, you can look at Instagram stealing all of Snapchat in literally like a month. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. if uh, I actually talked to a lawyer about this when I was uh, competing in Tiger Cage, he said the only thing we might want to trademark is our logo. Okay, we own the URL to our website, which means we own the name. It doesn't matter if somebody gets a trademark for it; they can't take our URL. So we pretty much own the name. We have a very basic logo that's attached to our brand and our code's not patentable. So the best one thing you can do is keep it under lock, trade secrets and stay ahead of your competition. So that's what we're going to do. We think that we can get big enough and go viral enough that we can just sell out before someone's going to try and compete. If you look at Facebook and their history, they always try and buy out before they try and build out. It's more expensive for them to rebuild the whole thing than it is for them to just buy you. So, and it's not, it's just not worth their time. So we're kind of banking on hopefully one day getting an offer from a company like Facebook, and then we'll probably be smart and sell to them and not try and compete like Snapchat. And then make another one. Yeah, and then make another one. <laughs> yes, that's that's when we will be uh, transitioning into the, the sports gambling field. <laughs> hopefully, maybe. But, uh, but so, I mean, so that's where we are right now. I mean, we have... The company, we have a ton of things that we can build on top of the platform. And and I think that we have things that are within the app that differentiates us from other bland and boring apps out there. Right. The, the, the best one that I've seen that has the most events, they, they literally go into Facebook and steal all of the events that are in Facebook. Right. Without uh, hosts asking if they want or or any of the, yeah, any of the, right. they, they're able to somehow get even private events yeah. that people don't want posted on their app. In, like They're able to extract that from Facebook. So we're not trying to do anything malicious like that. We're also a uh, startup. Yeah. So uh, our biggest competitor, if you're going to look at it, is probably going to be like an Eventbrite or a Ticketmaster. And unfortunately, if you were to look at Eventbrite, there's a lot of stuff on there that you just don't care about. And there's not 
and you know, there's not a lot of things that you do care about. So we're trying to build a very localized field to our app. We want you to be able to open our app in Auburn and be able to see all of the local places, drink specials or specials in general, and what's going on actually in Auburn that are events that you care about. You probably don't care about the knitting workshop that's every week down the street, right? That's not going to be on our app. What is going to be on our app is events that we think people will actually care about. Yeah. But the knitting, the, but the knitting workshop could be on there. It could be. But, if, yes. Right. But but the user has the option to, to tailor what they want to see. Yes. Right. So, okay. Perfect. Paid to knit. Get paid to knit, people. Get paid to knit. Yeah, Grandma, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> if, can we make it an alcoholic knitting uh, <laughs> event? Get, get paid to drink 32-ounce wells. And knit. Knit to get lit. Knit to get lit. There we go. All right. So, yes. All right. So, we're backtracking. Knitting workshop, definitely on the app. Only if there are 32 ounce wells associated with. Right. But it could be anything like Coyotes. They do Taco Tuesday. Sure. We yeah. paid out so much at Coyotes on Taco Tuesday that you could have gotten your tacos paid for by you party just by having the app on your phone. Yeah, that's perfect. And, and you know, while we're on the topic of, of knitting, you know, one, one of the things that <laughs> no, 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 just, just the idea of it is is I enjoy the, the you know the fact that it's not entirely you know the bar scene because you know there, there's there's this whole other branch that you know what y'all did. Um, Recently, y'all had a you know a fifteen cent every ten minute promotion to just go hang out on Red Barn. Yeah, enjoy the beautiful day. Go out to Red Barn. That was more promote the app, but mm-hmm. still, that that that's just a, you know a fun Sunday afternoon event for everybody. And and, and I think that's you know where, where the big appeal is there because it's it's the diversity of the events tailored to everybody, mm-hmm. relevance, l- literally the most relevant. It, it, it can get because it, it's right in your sphere. So, so obviously, uh, most of my friends use the app. So, uh, obviously, listening to what they have to say all the time. And I had posted one uh, on campus event, which was just like the green space. Or whatever. Yeah, was, yeah, that, uh, I, yeah, it was. I think it was like Stephen Leith or whatever. It was the first yeah. one on the green space. So I had like three or four friends go and get paid like $3.50 just to go hang out on the green space while he was doing his thing. And they said they absolutely loved the fact that it was just a normal on-campus event that was on the app. So right. now we've been trying to post all those. We've gone through AU Involved's calendar, AO Tourism's calendar, tried to get all the non-crazy party events also and fill up our um, our calendar. Yep. And now if you go on U Party, there's a ton of paid events right now, so you should definitely check it out. And um, we've added a couple of things in the new update also that will help sort them so it won't look like you're scrolling through a bunch of stuff. There you yeah. have it. Yeah. And um, I know one of the one of the restart. One of the things y'all promoted was the uh, university program. You said you went through AU involved. That's going to be huge, too, because one of the biggest issues that the programming council has is effective marketing like a lot of people have kind of been trained to kind of self-censor a lot of the stuff they see on the concourse on media feeds. I, I you know, I, I, I think, you know, the, the follower count isn't where it should be, but, but I think opening up, you know, the app and seeing exactly what's going on campus wide, I, I think it would open up a lot of doors for people. Um, things people wouldn't know about, like, I'm, you know, I'm sure, you know, not everybody knew about the farm fest, but what, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there was at least one new partier out there who, cr- cr- yeah, cracked it. Yeah, clearly. No. Um, 
and you know, I think it'll be great for events in the future too, because you know, for instance, you know, Chris D'Elia is coming, stand-up comic. He's coming on April nineteenth. You know, that'd be fantastic to put on there. We should, yeah, yeah, we should definitely do that. So, also to anybody who's listening that is involved with fraternities or sororities who stand out on the concourse all the time, literally have their entire sorority or fraternity stand out there and try and hand out things. That's great. I'm sure it does work, but it's going to be way less intrusive and it's going to work better if you put it on our app. And at the very least, you don't have to stop doing that. Although most Auburn students hate it. I know you guys probably think that too. You should at least put it on our app. It's free. And you're going to get more people probably off our app than you are standing on the concourse. Possibly, you know, it, once, once the app, you know, really yeah. grows and has that kind of reach for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. The effective, the effectiveness of the concourse is not measurable, you know, um, but it's also a, a deterrent for a certain percentage of the Auburn population, uh, right? You know, the people who avoid it. The people who don't walk around the concourse because they're going to have 13 different pastel colors yelling at them yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is not fun for them. Right. Uh, so, but it's, it's the same thing, right? It's like the effect of, of marketing is, is the same everywhere. So you can hand somebody a flyer that they will then throw away. You hand somebody a flyer with a, a blow pop. They might then take the blow pop off and throw the flyer away. <laughs> but does that convert into a vote? I don't no. know. If you are interested in doing some sort of push notification through our app to people in a certain area, we have the ability to do that. If you're interested in that, that could also save you a lot of time in the concourse. You can come to us and we'll work out a deal of some sort, uh, something that would be beneficial for both of us, like you guys helping us get downloads or something along those lines, just so that way you get – your information out there with the push of a button to all of the users in the area you're trying to target and we get more downloads to help our app grow, make us rich. Yeah. Speaking of making y'all rich. <laughs> I want to get rich. Speak, yeah, speaking of which. We rich. talk about this a lot. Oh, I know, get paid to party. <laughs> um, the, the business model yes. of Uparty. It is free to use as the user and if you are a company posting events, unless of course you decide to pay. How are you guys getting the money? How are you guys getting? Is it coming off of the? We take a cut of every <coughs> dollar that goes through our app. Okay. So, like, if you type in as a company and it's a promoted event, then I'm going to pay you a dollar an hour. Right. The company actually gets charged a dollar thirty an hour, and we take the thirty cents. Gotcha. And that helps us cover our server costs, all our transaction fees, and obviously help us expand the advertising. Okay. It's the uh, so again, the great part about having the developers in house is that we don't have to spend any money on on the app development. We can put everything into marketing and helping further along the the app as in in marketing development, in brand development. If you if we didn't have me and Ben in house to build the app, you probably would not be able to build an app with no money. Like somebody in the company, if you have zero dollars, somebody in the company has to build the app. You're not going to get an app built anywhere for free. Now, luckily, really, we should spend more on marketing. We honestly should, but we don't really have the means to do that right now. Right. So when we do start making money, every bit of it is going to go into expanding U Party to help right. us take over bigger cities like Atlanta and whatnot. We're trying to save our money in Auburn 
because we think we have a big enough reach, just right. us and Auburn, so we can save it. So when we have to spend a lot of money on ads when we go to like Atlanta, we have that money there. Gotcha. Okay. Um, another thing, speaking of marketing, had you guys invested at all in targeted promotion on things like Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, and that, that really, but uh, Facebook as well. You know those sponsored pages that come up on people's feeds? Yes, they don't work very well. They don't work very well? No. Okay. So here's the thing. You have to think in the back of your mind before you spend any money on marketing, how much money am I going to make off of each user that downloads Right. Yep. Right? So right now, since we're so small, that number has to be really low. Right. Like if I can spend less than a dollar a download, in my mind, that's a good valuation. I would spend all my money right now if I knew I could get a dollar download. You're not going to get that through Facebook or Instagram. Facebook owns Instagram. So Facebook ads are, and Instagram ads are kind of the same thing. So even if I target only you know 18 to 24-year-olds in Auburn, Alabama, blah, 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 whatever, and then I do you, – you pretty much have to set the bid to like how much you're willing to pay per link click because it's also per link click, not per like guaranteed download. Uh, it's going to be like $2 per link click, and then that doesn't even mean they actually downloaded your app. So you start getting paying closer to three or four dollars per actual download. Gotcha. And yeah. I could go stand out on the concourse and wave a dollar in my hand, just be like, "Here, if you show me the app, I'll give you a dollar." And I guarantee you, I could probably get people yeah. to do it right there. It's a good point. Yeah. The school won't let me do that, however. <laughs> the school won't let us do that if they know about it. <laughs> True. It, only if they know about it. Uh, hopefully, none of the administration listening. I doubt it. Um, all right. The uh, but I think that another thing that you you once said to me is like you wouldn't be part of a company where they didn't have an in-house developer, right? Yes. Like, like I've dealt with people like this. So before uh, I restarted your party, I was between when I competed in Tire Cage and started this again. I had several people come to me who are like, "Hey, we'll pay you to make this app, whatever." get a team together. They always wanted a team, not just me for whatever reason. I got a team together. There was this one big uh, startup. I'm not going to name them because that's rude. Uh, I got a team of six developers together. We quoted them an actual generous quote on it. They had no idea what they were talking about. They had uh, $500,000 in funding beforehand. They spent it on a developer in New York. They ran out of money and the app didn't get finished. So they came to us thinking we'd do it for basically free because we're college students and we need experiment experience on our resumes. And we hit them with like a hundred thousand dollar quote and they were like, Are you fucking kidding me? And they were like, No, we're not. Yeah. So obviously they didn't work with us, then they counter offered with like two percent equity or something right. like that. And we were like, We don't think this idea is going anywhere anyway. So screw off. Gotcha. They failed. <laughs> they never got an app after that. And a hundred thousand dollars is cheap. Yes, obviously from what we were talking about earlier, $100,000. They spent $500,000 on an unfinished app, only at iOS. They didn't even have web or Android. So they were looking at probably a million dollars to do both. Yeah. Which is insane, but that's what people are actually paying. So it's just it's it's crazy mindset of what is actually happening and versus what you're actually able to create with the money. So I've learned a obscene amount on their end, and I still can't talk about app development. Right. 
I, I know what all those numbers are now and I can spit them back to you because uh, because that's more of a business mindset. Uh, but it, yeah, it's insane. So um, anything else on just the development and you know, where we are, what, what you want to do? Any wild and crazy stories? No, I'm kidding. Not, not yet. <laughs> Any crazy on that? No. Um, I've got... Uh, so I've two got, tickets to paradise? No. Nope. Different song. Okay. Yeah, so uh, real quick, just uh, something I found on Quora. It says, you'll be paying no less than $100 an hour to have professional company in the iOS development field work on your app. So $100 an hour is the going rate for an iOS developer right now. Wow. Which is why they got screwed. That's ridiculous. Um, uh, so I think we're towards the end. I do want to hit something just from my own knowledge from all of you fine gentlemen. What is something that you're really, uh, that you're really into right now? So it could be a game. It could be movie music. What, what, and I, well, I know you're like spending most of your time, like actually making music right now, but when you're like, not app developing, not being a student, being in the like, what are you? Is it could be Fortnite? Like, yep. what? What could? What is it? That's a good, good, good little way to finish it off. I like it. I like it. What? What are you fucking with most right now? Okay, in your free time. All right. Well, drugs. No, I, I kid. Uh, let's let's go around the table. <laughs> not not, dr- not do, you, drugs. Do you have one? Sure. Do you have yours? Yeah. Adam. Um, Adam. Go. Yeah. Uh, I've picked up a hobby of reading. Lately, um, got really into some classic books, and um, I found, you know, speaking of audio entertainment, audiobooks is a phenomenal way to read. We were talking about I, that earlier. Yeah, I picked up two this past like month. Yeah, what, 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 what books have you been reading? Uh, uh, one is called "Win: The Science okay. of Timing" by Daniel Pink, and okay. then "The Four Hour Workweek" by uh, Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss, thank you. Oh, okay. Nice. Those are really good. That's really good books. ridiculous. Uh, ben, do you know what you do? Well, in my free time, I certainly enjoy uh, eating and sleeping very much. <laughs> uh, yes. Classic Ben yes. people. Yes. Wow. Anything new that <laughs> the world actually doesn't know about you? He's a little stinker. Oh, right. well, I am. Well, well I mean, I, I did. Um, I did get my guitar back uh, not too long ago. I've been, I've been uh, looking into, uh, get, you know, getting back into guitar again because um, I don't know. I can be pretty, pretty jazzy. Yeah. Um, keep you know, keep your girlfriends bro. locked up, people. All right, Ben Dempsey's got the guitar. He's. <laughs> What? Oh, that, that hey, man, oh, that's a- hey man, what do you got? Uh, probably motorcycles. I want to buy a motorcycle sometime this summer. Yeah. And, uh, like what type of motorcycle? Uh, Two wheels. Any kind of 600cc super sport. So whether that's a Honda CBR 600 or a GSXR 600, something along those lines. No idea. But no idea either. I also yeah. like looking at watches that I can't afford. That's right. <laughs> watch guy, what's, your, what's your dream watch? Uh, Real, it is watch. an Audemars Piguet. Open work. Those are fancy. So, yeah, okay, the open work. Yeah, those automatics where you can kind of see the uh, yep. inside. That's nice. Well, what, what what do you got, Will? Oh, let's see, I've been listening to a bunch of Pink Floyd recently. They have so much music, and it's so good, and it's old, but like, yeah. right? I mean, wow. Yeah. Just wow. That's like, like, it takes a journey. Yeah. Like, you gotta go appreciate. That's what I've been doing recently is appreciating stuff that I missed before, like stuff before I was born. 
like I mean, even like Earth, Wind, and Fire, and like Ooh. before, like yeah, there's some really good. Like you can just learn so much from just from before. Yep. People who've done before you. Learn. Sweet. Yeah. What are you? Wait. Um. Brian. <laughs> What's Brian doing? What What is Brian doing? Uh, Brian is looking at way too much YouTube. Um. <laughs> and what I'm doing, you know, we've got all this stuff on campus going on. I'm 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 deep into business right now. Like. I'm, I'm pissing off everybody because I'm I'm reverting every conversation back to a business mindset. So, um, listening, obviously, to a lot of Gary V. And I know I've, I've uh, put me on there earlier. Brian is Gary V. I, <laughs> I wish I was Gary V. If I if I could have um, the the time to to make myself into him. Yes. I also, I go, I've been going deep into rabbit holes on other, other people like Dan Bilzerian and, and other people that have all of the free time in the world that are actually working that four hour work week. Um, that, so figuring out how that works, uh, because what they're doing is they're creating, it's not, there's no such thing as passive income. What they're doing is they're creating um, mechanical income that's that's actually happening. Like they're selling a product that they can constantly be selling, and so that's that's kind of the mindset I'm on with that. And uh, and maybe some of that can hopefully transfer over into this nice little corporation that we started. So, yeah. Um, so. Yeah. this is corporate. <laughs> ah, corporate coffee, Tice. Why? Well, this has been a very good podcast. Uh, once again, uh, for those of you who forgot, this is the U Party podcast. The uh, what, what, what are we thinking here? Weekly, I, weekly we are, we are going to do it as as many guests as I can possibly yep. get on it. Gotcha. Um, and as frequent as possible. So I did a AFAP. I did a an episode. Point zero one, okay. driving over here a pre episode one. So this is technically episode one pre game, okay. and then uh, I believe we were actually pre gaming uh, oh. earlier today. That's not relevant, but uh, yeah. So more will definitely be to come. You heard it here first, people. More will be here to more will be here to come. Uh, thank you for right. listening. Uh, farewell. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the. Morning, evening, Morning, day, afternoon, night. War Eagle. Yeah. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. Let's try that again. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <War Eagle. laughs>